Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Wow, a year already. I don't know about you. I can hardly believe that that time has gone. Can you believe it? I can't believe that 12 months has passed so quickly. Um, And it's just amazing what God has done. Mm. And it's amazing what, and what God is going to do in the next year. True. How exciting is that? But today we're celebrating what God has done over amazing. the past 12 months. Wow. So, we, yeah, we didn't want to, did we? We didn't want to just have a... I mean, we never, we never want to have uh, an ordinary week, ever. But, uh, you know, we feel it's important to, to celebrate the, the landmarks, you know? And, uh, and so we're going to do things a little bit differently today. We've got some uh, video testimonies. We've got some uh, interviews that we're going to do. Just uh, celebrating uh, literally what has happened in this year. If you're visiting with us and you're thinking, or you've never been to uh, the church where we were, then you're thinking, well, what's all the fuss about? But the truth is, it was a massive leap for us, wasn't it? Uh, it was a massive leap. Coming here. It was quite here. a daunting leap for us after yeah. coming here. Um, we, went, we went from a church, a little church on a street in town, to literally walking into an empty room here and converting it into what you see. And, and we'd never done it before. So it was... It was a, a big thing, and I want to I want to say that that we we're so proud of you. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, listen, I love I love stats. I love the figures that we've just seen. They're important. They help yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, you know, it means that we're not just working with theories. we we've got yeah. some real measurable things. But actually, you know, sometimes the more precious things are kind of not as easily measured. We can't put a number up. We can't, we can't put a number up for how we have grown as individuals and as a community during this last year and develop new skills, push the boat yeah. out, you know, dug deep. We can't put up stats for that, but it's absolutely, we, we, we are not, in so many ways, we're not the church that left Talbot Street, but we're not the church that left Talbot Street. So I just, I want to celebrate you. I want to celebrate that, that you came with us. I want to celebrate yeah. the, the effort, the energy that you took a yeah. leap of faith with us and, and you put your shoulder to the wheel. And, and like, I'm not even pretending, Linda, it's all been easy. It hasn't. Let's not kid ourselves. No. Some of it's been tough. Some of it we've, yeah, some of it's been, it's, as Malcolm said, some of it's, it's been quite tough, you know. So sometimes teams have to be here at office four in the morning and setting up um, the, the stage and things around us, you know, the, mm. the, 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 the um, chairs aren't out. But when I see the team morale that's been built and they're actually 
that actually that is mm. a life group. So life true. groups have been formed every week that we set up church. Mm. And that's what God's about, building people's lives mm. from the outside in. And so that to me builds church. That builds yeah. who we are. We both built, you know, in some of our some of us are built, you know, when when we on build in the the physical sense mm. we're building, but the spiritual sense, right. we're also building God's kingdom in Amazing. ways that goes beyond this room. It's true. And I think that, you know, maybe, maybe some things in life aren't supposed to be easy. Maybe, maybe some of the biggest rewards and the greatest treasures are when you have to roll up your sleeves, dig deep and make something happen. But uh, in a moment, I'm going to invite someone to the stage. But I want you to just put your hands together and celebrate you and what God yeah. has done through you. Thank you, Heart Church. Thank you. Thank you, Heart Church. We celebrate you. Well done. Amazing. Amazing. So we've got a selection of people that we're going to introduce you to today. Uh, people who've uh, made, uh, uh, I mean, just some of many who we could have called up. But uh, I'm uh, going to invite to the platform the good Dr. Andrew Green. He's going to come and join us. Hey, let's give him a big welcome as he comes. Hey, so good to see you. Welcome. Phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal stuff. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Very well. Good morning, everybody. You're looking very suave and sophisticated. Are they new, are they new boots? Um, about a year old, but as you know, a wise man will listen to his wife. When she gets him clothes, you think, that's what I'm going to be wearing. Yeah. Surely you discovered that when you married, uh, right? Absolutely, yeah. 100%. No. Jane had a purge of the wardrobe, and wow. I'm like, really? what on earth is wrong with that acrylic polar bear tie? I have no idea. I have no idea, no. but it's gone anyway. But you think, Andy, in my house, it is the opposite way around. Oh. <clears throat> okay, we don't need to get okay. into that. We don't need to get into that. That's another preach for another day. No, no, let's stay here, shall we? <laughs> I'm going to stick with a polar bear okay. acrylic tie. Yeah, that is every... No, no life is complete without one of those. Um, how long have you been part of... Well, part of Christian Centre, what is now Heart Church. How long have you been around now? Okay, so uh, I came to Nottingham in October of 1991 to do my PhD at the university. Yeah. And on my first Sunday in town, I was brought here by our mutual friend. Yeah. And uh, I kind of stuck. My intention was to stay for five years absolute max and then get on with other stuff elsewhere. Yeah. But... It didn't happen. Oh, we're so, so happy. here I am. Yeah, it's we're so happy that, uh, that you stayed. And, um, you know, um, you've obviously, you've, you've had a lot of years in where we were and, a lot, and, and just a year in where we are. How have you found that, that move personally to here? Okay, so taking the more historical view, I think, honestly, it's been fantastic for us as a church. Um, looking back way back, we have always been a pilgrim people. We've, I remember when, we first, when I first came here, we were meeting at the Albert Hall, and that was where I met you. True. Yeah. And then we moved back up to Talbot Street, mm. and over the course of time, we've met in various other buildings around the city. And before I started, we were meeting in the warehouse, weren't we? I remember hearing of. Goodness me, that's and going back some years. Exactly. Yeah. And so we've always moved around. So coming here has been, I think, really part of who we are and what we do. 
which is a good thing. And yeah. for those of you who've only been around for less than a year, brace. Yeah. Um, because we are not going to be settling... Sorry, am I allowed to say this? We're not going to be settling here. This is, this is a, a transitory thing. Yeah. We are going to be here, and the Lord will move us on elsewhere, and we will move on elsewhere, possibly after that. Right. And we'll see what happens. Right. But, uh, but we, are, we are a pilgrim people. And so, for me, looking back with that historical perspective... Sorry, I'm going to try and turn to talk to some of you people here as well, because otherwise you just see my shoulder. Um, this, this is something which is very much part of our DNA. It's part of what True. we do. And True. it's vital that we get a good grasp of that because it's what God is going to be doing for us. Come on. Um, in terms of... So, so that's the kind of geographical, functional stuff. But in terms of what it's done for us as a people, there has been... Okay, so, so I have the privilege of looking out and just over the past 30 years, there has been a very significant well. demographic shift mm. looking around here. Mm. Um, I, I love being a minority white person. It's just genius. So one of the great things which our brothers and sisters from Africa bring to us is, is rhythm. And Malcolm, you'll understand this as well. Being a middle-aged white man, we've got three things going against us when it comes to rhythm, right? <laughs> Bethany, am I wrong? Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I have taught him a few moves over you 33 have. years, and it's not as bad as it used to be, Andy. No, that's true. No. Are you babes? 100%. No, no. no. And we'll show you at the end where we do some moves together. We're so, going to show you how are. he's got some moves. I'll bring the business. 33 years. Anyway, carry on. So, carry sorry, on, Andy. Andy. But hurry up. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know, I, I see the clock ticking. Yeah. So, so there you go. It's good for us. It's good that we're here. No, wait a minute. Thank You've you. just banded us together. I don't know. Where, where, were, where were you going? Oh, okay. Mate, I'm talking about gender, ethnicity, and age. They, they're not on our side here. Right. Yeah? But okay. Jesus loves I should, us. Have, I should have left it. You should have left um, it. I gave you the opportunity. I should have left it. Uh, you were going to ask something about the family, weren't you? Babe? Yeah, Andy. Let's you get actually, him back on script. <laughs> that would be good. You're actually quite... In, in, Involved as a family, aren't you? Um, Isaac is on production. And how old is Isaac? He's... Uh, Isaac's 18 now. 18. Yeah. He's not serving um, this morning. And when I told him I was doing this, he determined that he would not be coming along to church this morning. <laughs> and also, I was not to try to be funny because, Dad, you're not funny. So, wow. tell him I wasn't funny. I like Isaac. <laughs> okay. And so, Isaac is 18, and you're involved in Bump, am I right? And also... I'm trying to use his mic. Yeah, I was, yeah. sorry. I was just yeah. nodding. So yeah, right. oh, yeah. And also your wife is involved in AK as well. Correct. And then I've, I know that after you've been on the bump team, you also serve on, on the... Hello. Uh, hello yeah. point. How does that impact your family in the morning? Um, so it's great for me because I'm a morning person. Okay. Isaac and Jane aren't so much. Right. Um, so we have to work through some of the practicalities of that. Well, they have to work through some of the practicalities of that. And, uh, but then they get the, the raggy end of me at the end of the day. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, I suppose. But how does it work? It works, I think it works well for us. Um, when I look at uh, my history, so uh, my parents, my grandparents, and my... Uh, my, my step-grandparents, I suppose, were missionaries yeah. in Kenya and in Argentina. So involvement in the life of the church has always Fantastic. been part of our DNA. Yeah. Um, on Jane's side, uh, similarly, her parents were very strongly involved in the church right. and her grandparents. In right. fact, fun fact, 
Her grandparent, her, her grandfather, a man called John Reed, he preached one time and a young man called Eric Madison got saved. Oh, right. Yeah? Who was, a long time ago, an elder and a leader in this church. church. And another fun fact, one time Eric Madison was preaching and a young man called Lawrence James Davis, I believe, got saved. Hey. And so now, now listen, I can warm to this, right? I can warm to this. And there have been times when Lawrence's preached and other people among you here today have got saved. How mad is that? that yeah? Is How great is that? Amazing. And so yeah. what is not what who wouldn't want to be involved in in something going on with that? That right. so that's why I think that's, that's why, why we do it. it. That's why that's we do why it. Why we do it. Yeah, I love that. Thank you Andy. I love that. It's just great. Great uh, seeing that the whole family uh, has got involved. I mean we we obviously relate to that you know it's very much our story the whole family or you know uh, all involved what would you say has been you know some of the benefits of that i mean we all know that it's like yeah. maybe not easy to get out of the house or get up early but what are the benefits of of you know serving together as family i think there's the greater opportunity for family cooperation as a whole um it's, it's good for us. It's, it's a delight for Jane and me to see Isaac surfing. Course, and I'm going to yeah. say this because he isn't here in the room. So imagine as a dad when your son comes to you and says, Dad, I need you to get me to church for five tomorrow morning. And he's a teenager. That's five in the, in the morning. That's, that's not an evening. Yeah. As a dad who loves Jesus, 18. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I'm a bit tired. I, I, no, I can't be. Right. No, I'm, I'm going to cooperate with that. And so that was kind of why I got involved in Bump, because if I'm running him in to, at five, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm up, yeah? Right. I'm a morning person, I may as well, yeah. I may as well lend a hand. Um, so it works on that level. Yeah, and that's yeah. an interesting, yeah, come on. That's some, um, and it's an interesting thing that not only are you serving for yourself, but you're helping him serve. So, uh, yeah, Andy, thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate you. you, your heart, and we appreciate everything you contribute. Amazing. Can we give a big Thank hand you, to, Andy. to Andy? That's amazing. Bless you, mate. We're going to get you to just turn your uh, eyes to the screen uh, for a story. Um, my name is Josefina. I'm 22 years old. I'm a Nottingham Trent studying criminology. I've been coming to Heart Church for past year. Or nearly two now. Um, when I was 14, I was on a house fire that was started by my stepmom. And in that, my, pa my dad passed away. And I was end up in a hospital for nearly two years to recover. And with that, I lost my arm and both my legs in the fire. And I had to um, go through recovery. My sister, my elder sister, Maisa, um, I have a lot of sisters. Uh, she's the one who first uh, we were Catholic because we're Portuguese, you are Catholic. So then she converted to Christianity and then when I was 12 I converted as well to Christianity. And um, we kept going into church and then a year later, nearly two years later, we had the fire accident. And then there was, it was like, I woke up four months later, like finding out that I got amputated, I was in a fire and my dad has been buried already. So it was just waking up in a different world. I went to bed. 14 years old, with legs and waking up, trying to wake up for next day for school and I woke up four months later. Everything has changed, everything, every aspect of my life has changed. Like, the only thing I had was God. The only thing I knew that was certain of that could help me to get out of the situation or help me to get through the situation was God that I had. Because the first time when I woke up, 
um, I saw everyone, all my family members didn't see my dad and then asking my sister what my dad was, was very hard. She went, <laughs> my sister's dark skinned black girl, she went and pay as a ghost. And then, um, and that's when he hit me. So I started crying and then something happened in that moment when I was crying. It's like someone got a piece of ice and put it like in between my head. And that went like straight through my body and just calmed me down. I, I can't explain it. I don't know what it was, but then I said that it was God. Because that moment, it's like everything calmed down. I took a deep breath and I was like, okay, this is how life is now. All right, let's, let's, let's see how what it got. So I guess for that moment on, I knew that God was there and he was going to be there forever. So I had no, I have no other choice but to get better. So yeah. Um, I go to church back home. So I was like moving to here to, to study and I was like, I need to find a church because, you know, it feels home. All churches where home is. So um, I came looking around and then one of my carers just told there's a, a Christian center just up the street. But that time you guys already changed your names to Heart Church. So we came, it was fun. First time was very diverse, which I liked, which was my main thing. It was like, I'm looking for a diverse church. That's not just one particular group of people. I wanted to say diverse, and that's what I saw in Heart Church. Uh, Pastor Malcolm was preaching about Daniel and Be Shaq, Bendigo and Bendigo, and he was talking about how they went through fire and all that. And at that point, I was going through um, exam preparation, and I just found out my knee was not behaving as it's supposed to. And there was a lot of things in my mind that that was just like, I was just like, a point that I was like, I'm gonna quit uni, I had enough of this. But then I was like, I can't give up because I'm pro-education, I love education. So I was just like, probably because I'm just everything at once, that's why it's taking a toll on me. And he was preaching and the whole time he was preaching, it was like he was talking to me. And I was like, and I could see like everything I went through was like coming as, as he was speaking, it's like the image of it was passing through my head. And I was like, you might just call my name <laughs> while you're at it. You might just call my name because you're talking about me. He didn't know about it. I never spoke about Pastor Malcolm before that. I never even like introduced myself because the church is so busy all the time. When you come to talk to him, he's surrounded by people. So it was like, ah, oh, when I meet him, I meet him. But that service, like, I was like, I definitely have to say that he was preaching about me. So I enforced him, I spoke to him. I was like, you were preaching about my life. And he was, he just kept staring at me like, what? And he kept, then he noticed my scars and he was like, oh, okay. And he was like, what happened? And I was like, oh, I was in a fire and this happened and I'm just stressed. And he was like, it's okay, it's all right. I joined production. I've been working on production for, I'm going to say about three months, probably, or could be more, I'm not sure. Um, I decided to, to do that before the preach of Pastor Malcolm did because in my old church, I was one of the leaders for the youth and the children. So I believe like serving in, in church is a good thing. So when they were asking for people to join the bomb team or production team, I was like, oh, I want to serve in, um, in production team. But also because I'm in church, I want to give something back. And yeah, and people tend to look at me and be like, oh, just another person in a wheelchair, but no, actually I got brain. <laughs> I'm actually most clever than most people, so. But yeah, don't underestimate me just because you see the way I look. It's the wrong move to make. <laughs> what are you going to say? Wow. Wow. Josephine, you're What are you going to say? What an amazing, what an amazing story. What an amazing 
testimony. What a, a strong, courageous woman of God. Just absolutely beautiful. And I do very much obviously remember that moment. We were at the Albert Hall when Josephina came to to talk to me and uh, she was uh, she was she had a prosthetic legs on then and uh, we just sat together talked cried prayed it was it was incredible and you know just to have that caliber of person serving yeah on our team just just yeah amazing amazing She's Steph a... hi hello how are hi. you welcome, let's Steph. get a big welcome to Steph welcome how awesome to see you. you. <laughs> I love Steph, because every time I see Steph, I'd always point Steph out in the crowd with her hair. It's either blue, I love oh, it. it's pink, how oh, it's green. Tell me about, what inspires you with your hair? Sorry. I just get really bored. You get bored? It's short, isn't it? So I can't do a lot with it. Yes. So, colour. Colour? I love yeah. Mm, I love it. I, well, it always inspires me to actually, Lynette, well, why not do your hair oh. blue or... Do it. With streaks or one day. <laughs> you never know. Inspired by Steph to have blue hair. Awesome. Streaks. Awesome. Anyway. Why we, 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 we can't keep this thing on script. I don't know. We're, we're never going to get to ask to do this again. Um, Steph, amazing. You've been here since, I think, like around 2017. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yes. Um, and obviously, you, you I mean... You, You've got a story that's different to Josephina, but just as incredible in its own way. We'd mm. love just to hear a little bit of how you came to faith, how you came okay. to be part of Heart Church. Um, so I only became a Christian when I came to Heart Church. So I went to like a C of E primary school and kind of been around it a little bit. But when you're that age, you just kind of think, oh, this is just a story they're telling us mm. to behave better sort of thing. But... So for the first like 20 years of my life, living in the world, listening to what the world says about you, what other people say about you. Right. And I just kind of like absorbed that and that became what I thought and said about myself, really toxic thoughts. And I kind of learned in those first 20 years that human relationships are very conditional. People, you right. have to earn something, you have to do something to right. earn someone's love. And so, throughout like secondary school and bullying, I've always been like this. So in secondary school, that's just, people just don't want to know. A lot of rejection, um, a lot of people just being really cruel and really unkind. Mm. And throughout, from about 13, I suffered with depression, suicidal thoughts, attempted a, a couple of times. Wow. And the devil had just got it in my head that I was never going to be older than 18. Wow. That, life was going to be so rubbish. Goodness. 18 was like my final year. Right. So when I got to 18, I was like, okay. And I went off the rails a little bit. I thought, well, yeah. if 18's meant to be my last year, I'm going to make it the best one. But in the way the world tells you of to yeah, celebrate. Yeah. So 18, you go out a lot. Uh, developed a kind of drugs and alcohol substance issues. Mm. Um, it wasn't terrible, but it was bad. Mm. And then... Yeah. I was working in a gym in Snenton, H3. I know quite a lot of people here go. Yeah. And one of the members, after many months of inviting me and me saying, no thanks, not for me, I kind of relinquished. He promised me a Nando's, so we went there. <laughs> Come on. Came to church. Always a winner. Yeah. And then from, 
I don't. But I, do, I don't. I'm a vegetarian, <laughs> but I do like quite nice food. Uh, me. How do you that work? <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, let me know. tell you. Right? Okay, it's works. cheap, isn't I've it? I've been to Nando's because Joseph took me there on Father's Day. Uh, his, he knows I don't eat chicken, but it was a Father's Day treat. And, uh, but, so I know they do a halloumi salad. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. Exactly. We Don't had that. Yeah, yeah, come on. We've got something in common there. <laughs> anyway. So uh, it was a guy called Danny Prance brought me to Heart Church come in on. September. Pastor Wayne was preaching. But it was from the entrance on the door, uh, Luke Craven and Joel Bagley. And the second I was there, they were like, oh, we're so happy to see you. They don't know who I am. They don't know what I'm up to. But from that second, I was like, oh, okay. So this is what family's meant to feel like. Hey, come on. So wow. for, I was kind of so overwhelmed. I wasn't, sorry, Wayne, I wasn't really listening that much after like worship and it's everything. It's all right, it's all right, don't worry. So overwhelmed. <laughs> and um, I responded in my first service and I've only missed one Sunday since then because oh. there's, nothing, there's nothing like come being on. at church. Wow. There's nothing like it. Um, and from September, it wasn't like from the second of responding, all my issues went away, yeah. life was perfect. Took a couple of months to kind of break down. I thought that addiction was my only thing right. to sort out and that mm -hmm. after that had happened, I'd be fine. But actually it just opened up a whole world of like, no, this is what's going on in you. Right. That's why you use those things or do those things. Uh -huh. And it was, I just knew that that kind of hole in my heart was to be filled with God wow. and with church Beautiful. and with his love. Fantastic. And I learned that unlike human relationships, his love for you is completely unconditional. Fantastic. You don't have to tick any boxes. You don't have to reach any level well or done, whatever. His, he's going to meet you exactly Preach. where you are throughout every step of the journey. And from December 2017, I stopped taking anything. I haven't touched anything since then. Hey, so, come on. Phenomenal. It's just, life is amazing. I want to be alive and I'm excited. What God can do in two years of my Ooh. life, in a year of this church's life, what is he going to do in 10, 20, Whoa. 30? So. We love that. We love that. Steph, that's fantastic. It's amazing. Um, so you've been involved in quite a few groups. Well, well let's say um, groups. You've been involved in serving. Yeah. Um, in um, young adults first, and then you perhaps were involved in Bump as well. Yeah. And now in host. Spin. Yeah, so it's actually my host team week. Is this that week. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how awesome. does that impact your, impact your world? How does that impact you? Well, I started serving during the IC and Army series. So throughout City okay. Site, I didn't serve, but then it was, I didn't know where I would be of use, but I thought, I'm strong, so. I'll serve on bump. And I was actually here on the first AM bump. I remember I arrived wow. early, and it was just me and Lawrence and Matt Burroughs, and we were like, where is everybody else? And we realized we were an hour early at like 3.30 AM. But it was sunny, so it was fine. And then I just ended up, I wanted to fill my time with productive things rather wow. than, because otherwise I'd be sat at home, mm. bored with my own thoughts. So I served as a way to kind of combat that. And then just eventually it's, the best part of my week. I love serving wow. on Sunday. So bump team once a month, host team once a month, and I got the privilege of serving at the baptism service with someone from my host team, Kabira, who was on the front door this morning, and that oh, was just an absolute privilege to be 
yeah. part of that step Fantastic. in faith for her. And it just grabbed hold of what the culture yeah. is here and what church is really about. It's you just get hold of something different when you're behind the scenes and you see all the work Very that goes true. into it. Like this room this morning when I arrived at seven looked nothing yeah, like right. this. And there'd already been like three hours of people <laughs> building this already. Yeah. And when you realize the work that goes into the hour and a half that you guys are here, you just appreciate it yeah. so much more. And you get to see even more of what God's doing Absolutely. at this church. Oh, come on, that is amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Honestly, we could keep talking to you all day, but we've, we've, we've run out of time. You know, I, wanna, I, I, I just simply want to say, I mean, we think you're absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah we love your heart. Everything that you contribute, you're an absolute star. But I, I, I want to leave you with this thought, you know, because I, I believe it from the bottom of my heart. You, 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 you have been rescued, but you're not just rescued. You're called. Mm. You're a woman who is called. There's a calling on your life. And God has got even greater things for you. God bless you. Come on, give it up for Steph. Absolutely amazing. Wonderful stuff. We're going to get you to look at the screens. Bless you. My name's Adam Craig. Um, I've been coming to Heart Church for three and a half, four years or so. Um, I work in the city as an accountant. Um, I'm married and I've got four kids um, all under the age of seven. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the whole move was a really interesting time. Um, and because I loved T Street, right? It was, a, it was a great place, loved the vibe there. Um, so I wasn't quite sure what to expect. But coming here, I remember the first time, just my breath being taken away, you know, we're thinking, huge now we've gone from a room of three four hundred people i guess to six or seven hundred people it's just just crazy so yeah really really enjoyed it so far with our kids it's um it's been a it's been an interesting time for them getting used to the whole new setup and rooms but um the team have just an amazing job at making them all feel really comfortable here um i love their their studio that they they get to go into um it's just crazy thinking that um, we put on such a great a great show for them and get them really passionate about coming to church kids get stoked about coming so um so yeah great job to, for, to all the uh, adventure kids teams so i joined bump team six seven months or so ago um, and it was in response to a challenge that i guess pastor malcolm put out there for for serving um, and it's something that i'd had on my heart for a while that i needed to get involved in something within church in terms of serving uh, but i wasn't sure what to do so i dropped an email to to the heart church inbox saying I can't sing. I've got no technical ability with any, you know, any tech stuff. Um, but I know how to shift some boxes or carry some stuff around. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I got got involved in Bump. Um, I guess before I before I joined, I had no idea how much work goes on to create what we see on a Sunday morning. Um, so yeah, first first time doing it on a Sunday morning. Came into an empty hall, no chairs, no screen, no stages. Um, and it's just amazing the transformation that we go from from an empty hall that's cold and dark to what we see now on a Sunday morning. Just, just incredible, really. And um, I'm stoked to be part of it. I really, I love coming um, and helping out. It's a great group of guys and girls that we work with. It's a real, um, real team environment, which is, which is great. And it's, it's almost a bit like a life group. You know, we, we get the chance to minister to each other. Um, 
to share what's gone in our lives and um, that's a real real privilege actually it's uh, it's great so yeah so on on bump i guess we're just a pretty small cog of of the machine that is church that we're you know that we're building each week like i said we start from next to nothing here and we create the church of jesus christ that is continually taking ground you know we are um i'm just really excited to be part of church that is is seeing people respond to the gospel each week and I guess without Bump Team some of that stuff couldn't happen you know we're here to put the chairs out to to build the stages to create an environment here that um, that helps that helps with that and that's something I'm yeah really excited about hey hey wow 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 you know it's so encouraging that to hear what um Craig is saying there that without the bump team, church would not happen. And we are so grateful to the bump team. Yeah. And um, we have a young man here who's involved in the bump team, and his name is. What's, your, What's name? your name? Luke. Hey. <laughs> we have Luke Meadows with us. Welcome, Luke. Amazing. Hey guys. I think that I mean uh, you've. You have been involved in BOMP from the beginning. And, and let yeah. me just say, I mean, I suppose inevitably, we've got, some, we've got phenomenal teams here from hosting a hospitality yeah. car park right Absolutely. across the board, AK, people who sacrificially serve week in, right. week out. But I think it's because uh, for us, uh, we, we went kind of from a church where everything was set up to building a church every week. Um, and, and why we do what we do is, 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 is for us, but it's not just for us. It's, it's to deal with people's mindsets so that people who um, wouldn't normally be found in church will come in and say, wow, I, I, we didn't know that church could be like this. Um, you know, do you, when you're serving... Uh, with your teams, do you think that that, as, as people, you know, week in, week out do that, do you think that's understood? Um, yeah, I do think that is um, understood. I think um, one of the things um, which um, I guess motivates me is when I see the number of 312 people responding to the gospel, it's like when I'm going to bed early on a Saturday night, every Saturday night, and when I'm getting up early every Sunday morning, it's for 312 people who have responded to the yeah, gospel. Yeah. That is and true. so like, you can give something of yourself for that. Does that make sense? When you see like, a bigger why to why you're doing something, Absolutely. it's like, that's easy. And so I guess really all my job is, as I lead the bump team, is to bring a bit of organisation, but really to point people to that. That what we're doing is we're seeing people, we're creating an environment where people can respond and meet with God. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Um, um, my question, Luke, is how has the bump team, being involved in bump team, helped your biceps? <laughs> um, it really has helped my biceps. Um, come on. Because I'm sat here, I was thinking, oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. Steady, Pastor. Steady. So I say, Luke. So how has it helped your biceps? I mean, you're doing this week in a week out. You'd have to go to the gym now, do you, really? Because your gym's here, right? basically. That is the truth. This is that's my it. gym. This, this is gym. my gym. Um, Luke is single and available. So that that was my next question. Yeah. 
Thank got you great so biceps. Much. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Big to be honest, Enjoy this is a team? thing, because that's going out on podcast. Who knows is what going to watch that in the world? <laughs> right. We're going to yeah. bring people from, from oh, all nations. North, south, east, west. Come on. Amen. In Jesus' name. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I forgot a question I was asking Luke. You now. asked him about his biceps, love. <laughs> I still feel uncomfortable, that's fine. <laughs> so, um, talk us through, Luke, what happens on a Sunday morning when your alarm bell goes yeah. at home and what thought goes through your head? Is it... <laughs> what thought goes through your head? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, so, for me, preparation for a yeah. Sunday Give morning... Give us the clean version. Right, no, absolutely fascinating. Um, so preparation for a Sunday doesn't actually start on Sunday, it starts on Saturday. Um, like an early night is really important. Absolutely. And yep. just taking care of myself in that Fantastic. way. I've realised pretty quickly, um, particularly by Sunday evening, I can start, like, I, I can get offended at the smallest things and I start getting emotional at everything if I'm tired. Yeah. So I need early nights and often a little sleep in the afternoon. But, um, so my alarm generally goes off between, I guess, like quarter to four and quarter to five depending on what time we need to be in. And that's always dependent upon what we've been able to leave from the last week already set up. Um, so I get up, I try. Um, I'm always better if I've spent a little bit of time with the Lord. So I try and open my Bible um, quickly um, because it's really early. Um, and I've put some music on it in the car on the way in um, just to focus my mind um, on, on, on Jesus. So then I get in for around... Um, like five o'clock-ish, between, uh, well, between four and five, um, I'll get in. And, yeah, then we, then we start. Um, we start unloading cases. We've got a massive cage um, at the back. So the team um, arrive. We arrive at the same time as the production team. Um, and so we all kind of just muck in to start with. We then, the bump team will then build the stage. And as the production team are doing things around us, and then really it's just about getting all of the equipment which we use on this site out to where it needs to be over the next, I guess, two and a half to three and a half hours. Um, yeah. Fantastic. That's absolutely amazing. What would you say? I mean, in, in all our conversations today, you know, we, we haven't used the word sacrifice, but it's there. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely there. You know, if you're going to be part of this, if you're going to build this, there is a measure of sacrifice. We see people, full-time jobs, busy family lives, right, etc. Right. blah, 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 getting involved. I mean, what would, you, what would you say to someone, maybe sat here today, thinking to get involved, but not sure whether they can make the leap? What right. would you say uh, to those people? Yeah, um, so I guess I'd say, as I mean, you've already alluded to it, that we have so many people, most people on our teams have families and full-time jobs. We've got, in fact, a head chef um, of a busy cafe in town has just started um, on the team, and he's got six kids under 10. And I'm like, he's nutter just for having six kids under 10. But, um, <laughs> but he's also signed four. up to Bump Team. Um, and there's, like, I mean, that's just one of many. We have accountants, and we have businessmen, and we have midwives, and we have so many different Absolutely. people with different professions who most of them have families. Um, and... We just make it work. Like, most of the guys come in, they serve, and then around 8.30, they go home, they shower, they pick their family up, and then they come back in to church. Yeah. Um, and as I say, all of these guys are getting up at whatever time in the morning on a Monday to go in to, to their job. One thing I'd say is that we've worked really hard to make serving as easy as possible, and also that it's only once a month. So 
Yeah, it's a big ask on one Sunday a month, but it's one Sunday a month. Um, and th that's where it's manageable. That's amazing. What part of the dream, if you remember when we were setting all this up, was that it wouldn't be a setting up for church, but it's all church. Yeah. Setting up, running what we do now, setting down, it's all church. Yeah. We're being church together. Do, do you feel that that atmosphere, that culture yeah. is there across the serving yeah. teams? I really do. I think one of the, my biggest learnings probably over the last year has been, well, I guess I, well, I say it slightly differently. I've been brought up in church my whole life. Um, my parents are pastors in North Wales and I've been involved in us for the last 12 years. And I've always understood, um, I guess in my head, that people are more important than things and people are more important than right, jobs good. and tasks. And I think over the last year, I've really seen um, us lean into that people are more important than, than anything else. Like the, we've got screens which are worth X amount and like all of this stuff which is worth loads of money, but people are way more precious true. than so all true. of that. And I feel like that is kind of permeated through not just the bump team, but all of our teams, that people are like the real prize in what we do. That's absolutely amazing. Luke, thank you. Yeah, let's give it up for Luke and your, all your teams. Yeah, amazing job. Wonderful stuff. So Come on, we're going to get you to turn your eyes to the screen one more time. Thank you. Okay, my name's Samuel Hudson and I work for Boots. Headquarters at Beeston. I've been there nearly 25 years and I've been coming to Heart Church since January this year. Hi, I'm Lynn Hudson and I work at Boots also and I've been there nearly 34 years <laughs> and I've been coming to Heart Church since January. I've been married to Sam for five years this year. I'm Nairi, I've been coming to the church for about two years now. I used to come on my own and then I brought my sister along and then I brought my mum and her partner now so we all come together now. Well it was, uh, we came because my daughter came. She was at going to Birmingham University and then she she says to us, come, when she came back from Birmingham University she, she knew somebody at Heart Church and so she says to us, come to Heart Church mum, you'll really enjoy it and so she was badgering us, wasn't yeah, she, so for, we thought, for a we, long you know, time. We'd come and see how, it's, how it is. And when we came in January, it was just overwhelming. Yeah. It was really yeah. a different church, you know. It was good to see a lot of young people and a mix of people as well, you know what I mean? Um, young and old, you know what I mean? And it was really inspiring, you know. Well, I've never been I, to a church like no. this before. So. Well, as soon as, as soon as I came in the door, I was like, yeah. well, are we in a theatre? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was that aurora, you know. Like. Yeah, and we, we stood there, didn't we? And I, I just like, I just burst into tears. It just made me cry. It's very emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was just like, just made you felt, feel yeah. really good. Yeah. When we left, we was just like, we're going again. Yeah, it's we're fantastic. going again. This is the church it. I've been looking for. Yeah. This kind of church, you know, the music, mm. the band, everything. The pre yeah, everything the, was, the service, was, was perfect. Lovely. So this one Sunday morning, I wasn't 
feeling myself. Um, I was having a bad day as I suffer with depression, so I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to stay in bed, which was the plan. Um, but I got a call later on that day from my mum saying that my name had come up in church for people who want the people to pray for. Well, what, what it was, like, obviously, Nari had been coming to church and then uh, got us to come. And then she, st she stopped coming a bit, didn't she? Yeah. And then I said to her, um, sorry, I get a bit emotional. Sorry. Yeah, and we um, we came to church that day, and there was all these names coming up on the on the uh, screen, you know. And I went, "There's Nari's name," and I couldn't believe it because the name's not that popular, you know. No, I mean, we knew it, it was her, so I knew it was her. And then, and then when the church was finished, we we phoned her up, didn't we? told her that you know your name was on the screen where would you you know you could have yeah. seen all this and when she told me I was just like I didn't really say anything I was just like okay like obviously I was happy inside but because I was having a bad day you just put you just stay in a bad mood so I was just like okay and then um yeah I spoke to my mom and then came off the phone and I just couldn't after I just couldn't contain like contain myself. I was just thinking, why am I acting like this? Like I don't need to be like this. Like there's people, there's a community who doesn't even know me who are like wanting to pray for me, like, and they don't even know me. And it just like filled me with like overwhelming. Like I was just like happy. So well, that encouraged her to come back. Then, yeah, didn't yeah. That she said, well, somebody's thinking about me. Yeah. And um, I was planning to go in the service the afternoon because I just thought, no Nairi, don't let this get to you, just go to the service in the afternoon. But then obviously when my mum called me, it made me just want to go even more because I just thought, I don't need to feel like this, this is just silly. And so I ended up going, it wasn't the same service as it was in the morning, but it was still just as good. And it was the first time I'd been to the service in the afternoon and it was actually like quite refreshing as well because I was surrounded by younger people. And yeah, it was just really fun and I'm just so happy that I went there and just made sure I went. And even if that didn't happen, I'm still happy that I went anyway because it was a new experience for me. So from that, I just felt a lot better in myself and that I wanted to put myself out there a lot more to do with church, knowing that people do care about me. Um, so I started Freedom in Christ, um, which has literally changed it's changed my life to be fair, it's put everything in perspective. I know what I mean to God and what God means to me. And I've just done my Freedom in Christ meeting, so it's all just going really well. Like, and now I'm excited to serve because I feel like I'm more positive in myself. And I know that I'll be able to be more positive with the younger people because I'll feel better in myself. I mean, how can, you, how can you not be thrilled with all those stories? And um, you know, I was thinking that we went on a bit of a journey to get to here. And if you've been around for a while, you'll remember uh, Lynn. Um, we, we talked about making room because we were too big for That's right. Talbot Street and then we talked about get out of the room which was yeah. our dream yeah. and our vision to
to to lean into being the church we believe God wanted us yeah. to be. Let me, I'll tell you something because uh, I'm going somewhere with it. I, I, took, uh, I take my uh, car to be washed um, each week. A group of guys, great group of guys do it. And um, they, the, the, there was a guy who'd just come off his, his night shift. And um, he... Uh, he was just chatting to me. I was chatting to him. Uh, and then I, I pulled out and I, I thought, let me just put some fuel in the car. And he came running up to me and says, I don't usually do this, but I noticed you've got a bit of a dent in your door, which was, yeah, I've got a dent in the door. <laughs> Someone very Ooh. kindly opened their car door on my door. And uh, that's news the Lord, this morning. The Lord bless them. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, he said, oh, um, he said, um, I don't usually do it, but my brother has got a business that oh, okay. would get that out, get that out for you. And uh, and I just, and I said, oh, that's, that's cool. Actually, I was actually looking for something like that. Um, I say all that to say this, that, you know, I could tell that when he said, I don't normally do this, you could tell he didn't yeah. normally do it. Do you know what I mean? It was, but I thought how kind, yeah. how kind that he did that. And I just, I've, I've reflected on it since that each week, you know, we gather and we come, we worship and we hear hopefully a message that is going to be a blessing to your life. And I think as we, as we come to the end of, of, of our first year, I'm believing for each one of you that you, when you sit here, you'll think of someone, I wish, I wish so-and-so was here. Yeah. I wish so-and-so was here to hear that. I wish so-and-so was here to see that. And it's just, it's just as simple as going up to someone and saying, I don't normally do this. But do you fancy coming to church? And so we've had, we've had make room and we've had get out the room. But I, I want to say, what would it look like to get somebody in the room? Now, you, you, can't, you can't make that decision for them. You, but you can give them the opportunity. You can give that opportunity. I mean, we just love some of the stories that people have come in. And you know what? It's impacted them. Are there going to be people who come in and think, well, I don't, want to, I don't want that? Of course they are. But our business is just to create as many opportunities as we can for people to say yes to Jesus. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.